Universal? Is that where you guys met? Yeah. No, we met at Knott's. At Knott's, yeah. At Knott's. Okay, let's talk about Same that Same thing, or were you just riding the rides? Uh, we, <laughs> we, yeah, I met her. She came in to do uh, the... You're both making jam. Jason Bieber. Boysenberry. I love my Boysenberry. So I had done... Um, Elvira used to have a show there um, uh, yeah. during Halloween. Yeah. Um, and I had Haunted done... Haunted Hayride. Is that what it is? No, she had a no, like no, a, in the no, in the theater in the theater. Oh, she had, had a, show. a a singing dancing show, oh. and so I had done it the year before, and I was promised it that next year, um, but the promise was broken. And um, to kind of save face, they offered me the stunt show, which was in the center of the park during Halloween. Um, and so I accepted it because I kind of had blocked my time out to do it anyway. And even though it was a little, for me, it was a little like, okay. Like I didn't really know too much about stunt performers or stunting at all. And I was, yeah. you know, in my, in my little comfortable place at the, in the theater. So I was like, all right, okay, I'll try it. Sure. And at that, that year they needed Macy Gray, Halle Berry, Michael Jackson, yeah. and somebody else i can't remember um and then i was like i get to learn how to do stunts go on yeah you can you oh can... well well um i um i was playing freddy krueger and it was the hanging show so if anyone listening uh knows about it, you know how big a deal it is at knott's berry farm during halloween does it still exist it's called not scared mm -hmm. farm it still exists these the shows th these shows don't exist anymore. That's what I meant. The the, sh no. yeah, the show. Yeah, no, these I shows. I don't uh, think it it could exist now. Well, it's not that long ago. It's only been two years, but it lasted for oh. for a long time. Oh. And the hanging was a show, uh, a parody show with stunts in it. And we at the end of the show, they always hang someone very popular, whoever the big celebrity was that year. Ooh, um, I know. So, Why would then, a black person so do that show? I didn't it's, even it's, think about it. Ooh. It's blood bags. It's blood everywhere. It's a lot of stunts, a lot of fighting. People are falling off the stage. Huge hit. I mean, I, I did. I did. Uh, Ryan uh, uh, Seacrest, you know, one year, and uh, he you talked can to hang me. Seacrest, and, and <laughs> he he talked to me on the radio. He's like, "Do you, are, do you look like me?" I'm like, "No, I don't." He goes. Um, why I don't understand why you're hanging me at the end of the show. And I said, well, it's it's almost a compliment. And this the way the show is written is like whoever's the most popular person that year is is typically the person that's going to be up on the gallows at the end of the show. And he goes, I don't see that as a compliment. And <laughs> you know, he didn't seem too thrilled about the whole idea of it. I get it. I totally get it. But anyway, so that's where we met. We met doing this Halloween show and I didn't know what he looked like for, we had rehearsal for like three weeks and I really didn't know what he looked like. He I just was made me Kruger's, laugh. So. And he, had to, he, had to, um, he had to go into makeup super early. So he would actually come to rehearsal already in makeup. Oh man. And he made me laugh so hard. Like I was like, this dude is so funny. It's too bad he's married. And terribly, horribly burned. You were well, married? I was married when we first met. Yeah. Shut oh. up. So, so we met as friends and then I don't I think it was two years later we met again. Um huh. well no, I did the show for two years because I'm a glutton for stunt punishment apparently. Apparently. And, <laughs> and the next year I came back, um, he said, Hey, guess what? I'm not married anymore. She moved. Subtle. Away. 
Way to be subtle. smooth with it. Just like, let just, that just. I think that our phrasing. She's yeah. I did, that did not go that way at all. <laughs> um, Everyone remembers their own love story head. differently. It, right. That's true. You can get the same the two people to say the same same story. It's going to be different. The tame Especially story. the the tame. Hey, it was a good tame. Um, but yeah, yeah. I was married, and then um, and then it was you were. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> It was a pretty amicable, it was the most amicable breakup in history because we went to dinner, uh, me and my ex, and we went back home and we both just sat on the couch and it was like, this isn't working. No, it's not. And she wanted to go back and live in Arkansas and she wanted to, to marry a farmer and that's what she did. Oh, and there's a show called Mary Ellen Farmer. Yeah. Yeah. Farmer I wonder. Her life. Yeah. And uh, for sure, like she, she went back. I, 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 I I drove her back home to make sure she got home okay and uh, met her mom. Uh, and me and her family, we still talk. Her mom about the return paperwork. I mean, you know, I, I did talk to her for a while, but but um, but you know, it got weird when she got remarried, and it's like, yeah, he's not cool with this. I'm like, okay, then I'll I'll just back away, and mm -hmm. I get it. And um, it's all about it's, it. Really, was genuinely all about what makes you happy. If you're not happy here, you're not happy in L.A. And I felt guilty back to like this business, I felt like I was dragging her through the muck of my dream mm -hmm. and I, I didn't feel fair. So it was actually a relief to know that you go be happy and this is what you want. And I'm glad you got all the things that you want because now I can do it at full steam ahead without feeling like I'm dragging someone through this uh, unwillingly. And, and yeah. I, I always, always hated that feeling. Um, and then to meet someone like Frederica who who we shared the same interests and um, you know, she talked about me being funny. I, she was funny. We loved the same things. We both had the same sense of humor and I'm like, wow, she gets me, you know? And, and then we just stayed friends and we're still, right. we're still friends. Yeah. Oh, I mean, baby, with a baby. <laughs> it's, um, a lot, it's a lot easier to be friends when you're in a different room. So do you feel like, since you brought up the baby, do you guys feel like, you are full-time parents and actors on the side yes <laughs> just FYI, like yes yes for her i do i haven't i hadn't yeah. thought about it like that but for sure yeah yeah all of a yeah. sudden you're like when people ask me what i do for a living i am like i am a parent but i also have a job mm -hmm. but um yeah. yeah it's it's a weird it's a weird <laughs> i don't know yes and that's when that's when gifts of support like um like sending Richard to acting class, back yeah. to acting class. Yeah, it's not just you and me. It's you and me, and and another makes three. And everything we do for ourselves, there's always going to be a part of us that feels like we're taking it away. Like I don't feel like I'm taking anything away from Jamie. I never did, but ever since Jack came along, anything I do for myself, I feel like I'm taking it from him a yeah. little bit. Aww. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you don't? No. You've given enough. You don't. Well, you you two, you you the ladies did do Here, the, the heavy lifting. Here's when I did feel like feel like that. I mean, I don't know if I told you guys, but I broke my ankle in January. Oh yeah. Oh, you said oh my God. Yeah. And so I've been um I've been on house arrest since January twenty sixth. Yeah. It is the absolute worst feeling in the world. Um, and it's 
it's almost June. Uh-huh. Are you not healed? I am healing. I'm healing. I had to have surgery. Oh my in, god. At the end of February because Her of ankle, dude. Not because I, I of the break, it, but, but because of ligament. It wasn't just I had, the break. Yeah. yeah, I had an un, unstable fracture. Mm -hmm. So there was lots of ligament damage. My deltoid ligament had to be repaired. Um, and so now I'm, I'm bionic on, in my left ankle. Um, so there's a perk. That's fun. But, right? But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, spring break was, was April 4th. So April, April 3rd was the first day that I did not have crutches. Wow. <clears throat> but I was in a, I was in a boot. Um, so it was the first day that I became like kind of ambulatory. And then the next day we flew to Memphis for spring break. Um, but during that time, it was just like, I mean, cause you know, we're, we're so independent. We're so, you know, we just do and we go and we do whatever. And I had to depend on both of them like completely for yeah. almost, you know, almost four months. And even mm. though there were a couple of occasions when, we would, you know, argue about stuff because what, who doesn't, we're both stressed out about different things. Like I yeah. couldn't, and I haven't told you this, like I couldn't have asked for anyone else to take care of me the way you did. So oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I love thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. I, I love you individually, but I also like, Look, I love you guys. Yeah. Well. I, I'm going to say this and we can edit it out. Um, during boom chick boom, when I joined, because this sticks with me always too, because I thought it was such like an immeasurable amount of love and respect for your partner that Freddie showed. Um, we had this episode, we did like, we wanted a, a, a sketch directed and like done. And she was, and I had said, well, what about Richard? Because Jason and I were broken up too at the time, I think. And, um, I said, well, what about Richard? Isn't he a director? Doesn't he do stuff? And Freddie was like, he has in the past, but it is not good for him. And I am not going to put that pressure on him because he will say yes if I ask him. And that's not fair. And like just the respect she had for you and how like the previous, a previous experience doing it for this particular group had yeah. made you feel yeah. that she wouldn't put that burden on you again was such a significant moment of like, oh, that's a relationship. You know, like to me, that yeah. spoke like volumes of how healthy your relationship is, you know, yeah. and how it's sincere, how sincere. That's really sincere. And thank you. And thank, and that's, that's a learning experience because we did go through um, trials and, and a tough time because of some of those things. We've, yeah. we've taken lots of acting classes together. Uh, more than one we've taken same. together jason and, and i and, same and we and, and we knew we knew people in relationships who by the way are still together but could not take acting classes together because they just couldn't do it and um and then helping her write sketches or helping her direct certain things direct a sh uh, short film um I, I i i carry some resentment because i didn't feel like i a got credit i didn't feel like um uh there was some there was a lot of things involved i think it caused stress to the relationship you didn't feel like, like you were heard yeah yeah but even between the two of us i'm like well there's this is unnecessary stress and um 
and, and, and maybe some of it was me, you know, a lot of it could have been my own insecurities could have been, um, whatever that is. Um, she recognized it. It took yeah. a while. It took a while, but for her to recognize and go, you know what, this is going to cause some unnecessary stress. Um, he'll do it, but, but he might be difficult to live with <laughs> during this time. I don't know. <laughs> so you know. it was selfishly motivated. Well, I, I'm not I don't want to deal with Richard if he, when he's directing this. We're not going to uh, do this. If you guys can put me up somewhere for this time, sure, you can have it. Right. Yeah, well, okay. I will say, Jason and I were writing partners before we did production together. And there were yeah. times that it was tenuous. Is that the word I'm looking for? Oh, that's a good mm -hmm. word. That's a good um, one. And because I work a very specific way and he works a very specific way, and you know what artists are sensitive what um so like when i'm very matter of fact like that doesn't work and he'd be like yes it does work what do you mean my words don't work and da, 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 you know it was yeah. very personal but it's not personal it's it's not yeah so right once we got past that it took us two years i think writing together to get past about two years mm -hmm we had to take time off. We were like, we can't write together. Like you, like, we're not going to do that again. But then we did because I was like, nobody can write this with me, but you. Um, <laughs> and he, we figured it out. Like what our rhythm is together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, everything's possible. Once you figure out your rhythm with someone, like anything is possible. Yeah. Well, you, you described it better than I did. I might've been a little long winded with that. I wasn't trying to say that Freddie was being selfish, but not, not including me because she, well, Jason said that, and that's not what I was saying. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't even hear him say that. No, 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 no. I thought um, she respected you so well, much. Yeah. Like, I've done that for Jason. Like, people will be like, can Jason do this? And I'm like, he could, but he's not going to. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not, we're not even going to ask him. But I learned These that These were mostly time. shirtless gigs they were inquiring about. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you I mean. done that. <laughs> That's He's why like she turns blessing. them away before they get to ask me. Like, don't you? <laughs> He'll say yes, and then that'll be out there. <laughs> Guys, I, I, um, we have so many like things that I want to want to get to. Yeah, I, I, I know. It's, I know. You're the glue that's kind of like bringing us back on the tracks again. Always. Jason. I gotta, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. I don't I care if yeah. this is a long episode. But it does no, have to we have end two people, someday. So, yeah, and then right. you got to um, edit it. I know it's a lot of work for you on the on the post end of it too, when you have to edit all that stuff out and trim just, stuff. Who who cares about that? What I care about is that Freddie was once a math and biology tutor with the No Child Left Behind program. Yeah, I have I not heard it. a word about it yet. And yeah, you may not. Um, so it was, it was an attempt by, by um. Two presidents. George Bush. Yeah, two presidents ago. I don't know how many presidents. George ago. Uh, George I W. Can't, I, you know, actually, I should be able to say his name because I can't say the one we just had. Um, it was yeah. a, an attempt by George W. to um, to get everyone on the same page, all kids on the same page that were um, struggling in certain areas of um, education. Yeah. So I don't know how I heard about the program, but I was like, that sounds pretty cool. And, you know, I really like math and I really like biology and I really needed a job, a mm -hmm. side hustle, as it were. Mm -hmm. um, so where did they go? Do they do they not care? They were like, oh, it's Freddie's <laughs> turn. Let's leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's OK. I will tell my story. Tell your story.
your story. Um, I'm here. It's you and me. Yeah. Just, just keep me, it right here. Um, so I applied for the program and I got accepted. Um, but they, what they didn't tell me is that I would be driving to these people's houses. Like oh. they didn't come to like a center and school? I just helped. Right. Or at a school. No, this was all in-house and, um, and it could have been anywhere. Um, you know, I, I had different, sometimes I had different kids each week. And so I didn't really get to form any type of relationship with some of them. A couple of them I did. But for the most part, I could have been driving to Panorama City. I could have dri driven to Gardena. It's actually not unlike Postmates. They didn't tell you where you were going until you were. This is for right. the tutoring? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, you also did driving for Postmates, which we I also did. did. I did. You know, I started with Postmates kind of early on, and I actually really enjoyed it. Um, it was before they, I guess, I, I stopped right before I got pregnant. So um, I think after I, after I gave birth, they put a whole bunch of different restrictions on it because I actually looked into going and in, doing it again for a little bit when Billy was a baby. That's when we did it. That's when we did it. That's when you did it? Yeah. yeah we did it because it, like, we were already driving around to put Jack to sleep. So we're like, we may like have yeah. a, may as well have a destination. Might, 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 might as well make money doing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 um, okay. When I say I enjoyed it, I might be, I might be exaggerating just a slight bit. It was cool. What I really liked, like when I, I remember specifically, um, during the Super Bowl, one Super Bowl Sunday, it was raining really, really hard. And so nobody was out. I think I made like $600 just in that day. Yeah, you did. Because I, I did it from like 10 a.m. to like 4, p, 4 or 5 p.m. And I requested, at that time, you could request where you wanted to stay. So I was like, I only want to do from Studio City to Woodland Hills. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And I made so much money. And it wasn't even that I did so many deliveries at that time. It was just that they were tipping and they were happy because it was raining and used to get like all these little things, all these little. And it was perks. big orders because it was the Super Bowl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you were a catering company. I was literally a catering company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I remember. They're not all like that, though. No, because no. I remember one that I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. It made me so mad. We had to go from Eagle Rock. We were in Highland Park, so that was fine. And we went to Eagle Rock, and um, we ended up having to go into the hills of, like, La Cañada, and they didn't tip. <gasps> and I was like, are you kidding me? We are never doing this again. Well, here's, and here's why I stopped, um, because like I said, like they changed their rules and I did it. I think I did it. I tried to do it for like a day or two and I got, um, uh, we were living in Encino and so I got an order, uh, for Chili's and though there's a, there was a Chili's in Encino. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. This will be close. I go to the Chili's in Encino and it's like, no, that's not, we don't have, the other Chili's is in like Redondo Beach. Oh, fuck. And that's where, and that's where it was. And I You was didn't like, do it though, did you? I probably did. 
yeah. <laughs> because I already accepted it and you didn't have a that's what it is you didn't have a choice once you, you accepted cancel. the order and I saw that it was Chili's and I accepted it because I thought the Chili's was right down the street yeah you're thinking like oh the algorithm wouldn't send me right to Redondo Beach they sent me to Redondo freaking beach and I was that's like ridiculous. And then the, but, but, it, but the person was in Encino oh god so it was there... like go down there and what? then bring the order back to it yeah yeah. Yeah. And th there's no hope for a positive rating or a tip because the food couldn't possibly be warm. Coming no. From, like, no. no. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, that was horrible. But what wow. I did like sometimes, and it, what it, here's something that, that was really fun. Like sometimes the order, my last order would be at my own complex. So that was fun. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. All right. that, I love that's, that. That's, yeah. That's the ones where you're like, oh, this is easy. I, I, I should do this all the time. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I remember. Now, my... Richard, you had oh, some, uh, some, some car-based jobs as well that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, I was a limo driver for a long time. Um, That's, that's wild. crazy. Uh, Here in yeah. L.A.? Here in L.A. And, crazy. Um, I, I, was it like, I, a, like, a, like a standard limo like we think of from the 80s? Or like or the new Hummer like Hummer limo, limo or like no, it wasn't. It wasn't anything. It wasn't like a fancy party limo or anything like that. It was. It was okay. your standard like Lincoln town car yeah. or a, okay. or a Lincoln uh, extended limo, and depending on the event, the uh, uh, just a little behind the scenes, you would go in and you're you know you had to wear a suit and um did they buy the suit or no no you had to get your own suit you know okay. and 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 you could see variations of of guys who who slept in their own car and their suit would be wrinkled um, and then you would see you know someone who maybe can shave and wear a nice tie and and, and of course the people that are dispatching or own the company it was called uh, bls black limo service um at the time they're not going to send send one of those you know um the schlubs yeah to to go do a, a good event or to to drive some someone that that is maybe um, a, a bigger tipper or, or, or a, a red carpet event or anything like that. So I got, I got some good gigs and, um, and I got in pretty good with the owner. Um, you kept it tight. I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, I think I had, I had a good day one time where the owner needed to go pick up another car. And, and I just happened to be the guy there that, that drove him, but you would get there and you just wait for your car. So you pretty much would sit in a room with a bunch of other guys. A lot of limo drivers are riders, something else, that might scare some people here, but this is the truth. A lot of limo drivers are ex-cons. You wouldn't. Isn't you probably I, that doesn't surprise me because I would think that really? they don't have to do much of a background check, right? Yeah, but it's it's amazing. Like there was a clean guy driving record. There was there, yeah, he clean yeah. driving record. There was a guy who went to prison for counterfeit money. Mm. And 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 you know, I mean, it, it seems like he's not like out there shooting people. He's not like he didn't kill anybody, but it he's still he's still an ex-con and then um I also on the positive side of that there was a lot of limo drivers that are that come from sober living communities which i thought was was wonderful mm, yeah. so you know there was there was a lot of that as well um but you just if you're you know if you're warren Beatty, i don't know i don't know about getting in a limo with the driver who's an alcoholic but but that's the thing is like you don't know who your limo drivers are sometimes and and yeah. and it's, it's amazing that these these guys that i happen to know a lot of who their background is and then they'll go to the Oscars or they'll be driving 
uh, somebody and I'm like, man, those people don't even know who you are. Like you just yeah. did a limo driver, but they're just doing blow in the back. You know, <laughs> you, you never know. Cause well, Snoop Dogg, I, I, picked, I picked Snoop Dogg out and they, it was a rush one, one time. And, and they say, Rich, take the limos, take the stretch. And you're going to LAX. You're going to pick up Snoop Dogg. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, um, <sighs> it was on the curb. I didn't, cause you have to stock your own. That's the other thing too. A uh, little behind oh. scenes is you have to stock your own limo with drinks, mm. with whatever it is you want to give them uh, in the back, you do it. You keep the receipt for gas. You keep the receipt for anything in LAX. You keep the receipt for any treats and snacks you put in the back. But I didn't have time to stock it. You get reimbursed? You get reimbursed at the end of at your paycheck, right? So you keep your, if you have to get ice to put ice in the cooler, you have mm -hmm. to buy that out of your money. And then you get reimbursed during the paycheck. But they said, you don't have time to stock it. Just go to LAX. So I get there. Of course, he comes out with Entourage. And this big dude, man, this big dude leans in the back and there's nothing in the back. He goes, man, you don't have anything back here. And I'm trying to explain it to the guy. I'm like, I got rushed here. Like, I didn't have time to stock it. And he's like, man, and he's so mad, right? And then he, he gets in, Snoop gets in with his buddy uh, and he gets the big guy that got mad at me, hands him a cigar box. So I'm driving along and they're opening up the cigar box and they get a razor blade and they're cutting open the cigars because he just got off the plane. So he, he has weed in the cigars. So he's pulling the weed out of the cigars. Sorry, Snoop, if you're listening, I'm giving some, 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 some personal That's shit. Amazing. I, I so, don't and, think he's as subtle today as he may have been back then. Yeah. I mean, yeah, who, yeah right. I mean, we all know he's, he's a smoker, but I have a folder, right? So I had a folder that I logged all my drivers on and on the outside of that folder, I drew this, the sexy, like, um, you know, heavy metal type of, um, you know, futuristic woman holding a, 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 a gun or blaster and he's like yo you got anything i can roll some of this weed on and i'm like i got this folder and so he's looking at my artwork and he's like man did you draw this i'm like yeah that's that's i'm an artist i draw and then we started talking and he's like i'm looking for a new album cover and he gave me his card and i drove him to his house before i got to his house i stopped at burger king because they got high the whole time and sure. he's like he goes, yo, can you go in and get me a Whopper and some fries? So I pull the stretch limo inside of Burger King and Diamond Bar. <laughs> I, I walk in to buy him Snoop Dogg. And there's all these young kids out there, right, in the Burger King. Like, and I'm like, if you guys had any idea who's out there in that car right now, you would lose your fucking mind. Uh -huh. So I get him his, I get him the Whoppers and the, and the fries. And he was totally cool. And I dropped him off at house. And, and he gives me his car. And he's like, hey, send me some artwork. And I did, you know, I drew like what I thought an Albuquerque would look like. I did him like a superhero with like, instead of throwing stars, it was like a, a pot leaf. And, and I put a dog paw on his chest instead of a Superman logo. And I thought it was pretty bitching, right? Yeah. It got, it got returned because it, to them, it's just unsolicited material. So they mm -hmm. don't know that I had a personal one-on-one -on -one with the guy, you know, nothing ever happened with that. But that was, that was a funny experience. But, but as a limo driver, I got all kinds of drive. I got all kinds of of stories when it comes to that you know la runs or, or or red carpet events or or just just going to pick people up you don't even know sometimes you're surprised when you go to pick somebody up because they don't tell you who it is like robert de niro or sigourney weaver matt damon was doing this was during this was how long ago it was he was doing the talents of mr ripley and this was and i pick him up i go to the place he's doing a, a photo shoot and they're wrapping it up and he was cool. He's like, Hey, look, we're wrapping up. We're having some drinks. Um, I'll just come out this door in the back. And I'm like, cool. I'm parked right outside. And he's like, okay, well, he didn't come out that door. 
I'm, and I'm, I'm like, I'm reading. So I got my little book and I'm just reading and looking at the door and I'm waiting for him to come out. And he doesn't come out that door. But when he does come around, he comes around the side and he taps on my window, scares the shit out of me. I'm like, oh man. And he's you laughing. like apples. <laughs> yeah, up against it. You like apples. I like them apples. Um, so he's laughing, you know, and it was, and uh, anyway, it's just so many, so many wonderful experiences, really uh, being a chauffeur. There was a few, few, obviously stressful nights, stressful days, um, trying to be somewhere on time or whatever it is and, or, or getting lost, you know. Um, Do you ever like have conflicts with like auditions or acting jobs? Like where, um, where it's like your day job and your, and your yes. passion kind of. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's the great thing. That was a great, one of the great things about being a chauffeur was very similar to being a waiter. There's plenty of guys and, or girls who would cover your shift mm -hmm. and, yep. and you go, Hey, look, I can't make this shift. I'll work your shift on whenever, or I'll, I'm willing to cover you whenever. And it, it always worked out that way. And, and, and that's the other great thing about doing theme parks, you know, it's, you get complacent. You're, you're able to kind of fulfill a little bit of that performance thing. Yeah. 100%. But, but it was very flexible job. You could always get somebody to cover you, you know. Yeah, shows uh, are always multicast. So there mm -hmm. was a, there was a benefit to that as well, and it didn't have to wait tables to do that kind of stuff. Um, it's also like the De Niro line in Heat, which I'll paraphrase, but like never have anything in your life that you're not willing to walk away from. Never have a day job you're not willing to like walk away from in thirty seconds because yeah, yeah, you know, keep yeah, your eye on right. the prize. That's yeah. right. Don't get wrapped up in 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 the 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 job or the benefits or like all those things where they they keep you you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's true and and speaking of heat um you know and it's a small world talking about you know we talked about Natasha earlier and you guys came to that and, and not knowing that it was one of her events and I got to become friends with the guy from Heat who was the um the armored truck driver his name is Rick Avery the guy who can't hear the first guy that gets popped. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's a stunt coordinator and he's Robert De Niro's stunt double. And mm -hmm. um, it's just a small world because uh, doing gigs after gig and then you find out meeting people along the way that, that you know, are connected to this and connected to that. Um, uh, the very first, Rick Avery's his name. He's, he wasn't the first stunt guy I met. When I moved out here, I, I got on a show as a, a, like a featured extra. It was a hostage situation. And I met a stunt guy there and um, I started talking about the business, telling me what I need to do, what, it, what it's all about. And um, his name's David Huggins, very nice guy. Years later, I got to work for David and then David started hiring me. He hired me to paint his house, like the ex ex outside of his house. Um, um, when you guys shot- uh, I was Jason, gonna say, fun fact. When, you, you directed that, that piece at Rhymes their house. Our, our pilot, yeah. yeah. When, you, when you direct that up off of uh, Aquadulce, that was David's house. That's and, oh, okay. And, oh, so that's and, a big house. Yeah, it's a big house. And, and he was the very first stunt guy I ever met out here in Los Angeles. And then I wound up becoming friends with him and meeting him later. And he, he created a decelerator that slows people down when they're falling. It's connected to mm -hmm. wires. Um, he rigs all the stuff for Mission Impossible. All the stuff when Tom Cruise was outside of the place in Dubai, that was him. That's David's wow. work. Um, so anyway, uh, I got sidetracked there. But it's just a small world and the interconnected and, and how how. You know, if you really want to pursue this stuff, you know, you're going to meet people along the way because it, it's possible and I'm still doing it, you know, I'm still struggling, still trying to find jobs, still hustling. Uh, I still do wood burns. I still I'm, I'm trying to do a, a pop up paint and sip. I did my first paint and sip last Friday. 
That's so, awesome. There so is even no though, try. There is only do. You are yeah, doing it. I'm doing it. I'm yeah. Do, and, yeah. And, 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 and you had some very special wood burns you wanted yeah. to share with us. Sure, I absolutely do. I have a very special one here. And Since we're talking about making that paper and, and what this hustle is all about, I made one here for Make That Paper <sighs> podcast. That is so insanely cool. I want to put that on a t-shirt we got, now. We got that I want you band. to burn that on my shoulder. <gasps> Tattoo. We got that rubber band around that wad of cash. Make that paper. Make that, is that so paper. Dope. Is it coming in backwards or is no. it? No. That's, that oh, looks okay. perfect. I don't know. Okay, great. That to me. Okay, good. Awesome. No, it's totally so straight. I'll sign the back. I haven't signed the back yet. Or I might put my logo on the back like this um yes yes Oak moon art that's my my logo there so it's on instagram thanks for letting me what, plug that so right afterwards well what i think is oh, so yeah. cool is that your side hustle now is your art yeah, yeah. supporting you while yeah. while you i don't want to say gig for acting roles but um while you um seek out that full-time onset Yes. Not recurring, but lead it's on a show. Regular series regular. Yeah. Thanks, Freddie. That's mm -hmm. what I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. I think that's amazing. And that's what we're that's what that's what we strive for, right? Like I don't see my teaching. I teach the industry and I teach writing and I teach podcasting. That is like fulfilling in a way that is that blows. I love it so much. And I get to bring my students on to be interns. Like we have two interns starting and they were my podcasting students, yeah. um, which is amazing. They're interning this summer. But like when you can do a job that is your passion, that supports your other passion of working in the industry. Yeah. You've made it. Such a win-win. Like, that's, that's, win -win. that's true. I, you know, so, I get my blessings about that. I am really grateful for that. Yeah. Well, some of the some of the best advice I ever got that I didn't follow was, um, you know, they they asked me when you've when you've done everything you ever hoped to accomplish in acting, when you have reached the pinnacle of your career that you dream of, then what do you want to do? What else? What's what's after that? And if you can answer that, like, why wait? Hmm. You, you've got time. You're not at, yeah. you're not doing you know. While you're making the acting thing happen, what else do you want to do? Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's well, it. And I, and I'm and and sorry, Freddie. Uh, but both of those things, both of those those occupations are, are art forms. Yeah, you're always going to get better at it, right? So there's yep. always so much to learn. So it's 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 never ending. I'm I'm always getting better. I'm always learning new techniques with my art, you know. And um, and and I love it. And, and Freddie, teaching yeah. dance. You were teaching Zumba yeah. and dance. I was, mm -hmm. yeah, that was, that was really fun. Um, I did that for, I taught Zumba for 10 years um, <gasps> and I got Holy into crap. it and I got into it because, because I love dance, I specifically love Latin dance and I had taken a Zumba class and I loved it. And the girl that I took from Diana, she's still one of my dearest friends to this day. And she kind of helped me learn the format of how, you know, to do Zumba classes. And I did the certification and uh, I, I did it and I loved it until I didn't. And when I didn't, I was like, hey, it's time to move away. Now you probably won't ever catch me in a Zumba class, but. Um, well, now I'm a healing broken ankle. True, that part. <laughs> mean. But, but yeah, no, it was, it was really, really fun. And I got to connect with people that otherwise I wouldn't have ever met, you know, people 
that that are, I don't know, you know, other teachers, dentists, whatever, you know, just other professions that we don't always meet being in entertainment. And these ladies um, are actually, you know, some of the people that have donated for my short film. It's amazing. That um, uh, I'm going to be shooting next weekend. Well, I don't know if it'll be next weekend by the time this airs, but yeah, first weekend in June, uh, I I wrote a short film and um, congratulations thank you to honor my daddy and um we're shooting it june 3rd and 4th and um that is so exciting thank you i'm so happy for you thank you are you directing it also i'm not directing it um but as it's it's been a quite an experience being a solo producer i mean because you know we've done stuff together i've produced things with with other people but doing it by yourself it's like It's a lot and I'm, but I love it. And I love this process of it. And at some point I really do need to take that hat off and learn my lines. Mm. Um, Cause even though you wrote it, doesn't mean you know it. Um, yeah. But like uh, Richard has helped a lot. I've helped, he's, he's doing um, set, uh, set design for, for the film. Awesome. And uh, I was just even asking him, you know, from a directorially or, or writing, like he really helped me with the, um, a rewrite that I had to do and um, sitting around with a broken ankle, you're just like, okay, well, what, what is my, what is the purpose of this downtime, this unintended downtime? And I was yeah. like, if I don't get it done now, I need to get it done. Cause I wrote the first draft six years ago. Wow. Mm. And, um, and it, I think, you know, I didn't really touch it because it was really close to home. It was, um, I wrote it during a time when I was really just wanting to be with my daddy and wanting to remember um, us and our relationship. And now I can, I can, you know, I'm detached from it, but it's still part of me, but I can look at it more objectively. And um, I have a a fantabulous director, Kina Ferguson. Um, She's really, really wonderful. And we've been friends for a long time. Um, and so I'm really happy that she's signed on to the project and yeah, and it's called always. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. That's so great. I'm so sorry. I muted myself. I kept saying that's awesome <laughs> because there's somebody weed whack. Oh, it's like muting it. Um, that's so great. I'm so happy for you. I'm so glad Thank that you. you're putting your stories out there yeah. because you yeah. have so many yeah. beautiful stories. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And to use that downtime that she had, you know, she can't, you can't slow her down. She's like, okay, uh, I'm healing with this ankle. I'm going to, I'm going to be creative. I'm going to put some work into it. And that's the silver lining to, to it. And now she's going to see it through. It's yeah. great. Downtime becomes uptime. That's it. And that's actually a lot like what I was talking about before with like the, the career that you want after your career. Oh Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like we've got downtime in these artistic careers. We yes. always have downtime. We always have, whether it be the year between jobs, yeah. the strike, or just the two hours in your in your trailer before you go on set. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, I, I remember a story about uh, Damon having a callback and them calling him into the room. And he said to the casting, the, the casting director told this story. Um, he said to the casting director, can you take the next guy? We're, we've almost got this scene right. Well, this scene is Goodwill Hunting. 
Wow. wow. And, and he and, and Affleck are writing it in the in the waiting room, waiting to go wow. into the audition. Like we find these pockets of time yeah. where, yeah, we could sit around. We could shoot the shit. We could get fat and lazy and tired and lethargic, or we can go and go and fill our time and always be doing something, whether you're sitting in the limousine waiting to pick up Snoop or, or, you know, sitting at home with a broken ankle. Yeah. You're, we, we make things and we, we never things. stop. Yeah. And yeah. also I just want to point out that um, six years is not very long. I am currently with an agent and we're traditionally publishing my first novel and it takes a really fucking long time. And she's just like, trust the process, Jamie, trust the process. <laughs> and I'm like, mm -hmm. why does it, can we do it before I die? Yeah, right. yeah right. Trusting the process I, I doesn't mean liking the process. I remember Tasha right. talking about That's that right. before Grace came out. Oh, she and I have the same agent. Oh, okay, okay. So long. Man, and that has to feel long for Ooh. you, for you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it sounds long, and and I guess you know, go okay, that makes sense. You know, it takes a while, but for you to be on that side of it, going, but but now, but the book's now. been written. Mm -hmm. The book is written, but the book's yeah. been written. Mm -hmm. Right. Nobody. The second no, the, no. the second book won't feel like it's taking as long. Mm -mm. It probably won't take as long, but it also it won't, won't feel like it's it'll taking be wrapped as long. up in the deal, and they'll be like, "Where's your book? Where's your book? Where's your book? Right. Where's your book?" Right. And you're right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, but there's always. There's always the waiting and there's always the, you know, we could sit around and complain about why we haven't made it or why we're not getting the auditions or why, you know, we didn't end up as a series regular, right? Yeah. By this time, by this time, by this time. But those are all things. Or even why we're not doing that anymore. Like we, there are plenty of people who were series regulars. Oh, right. And now, right. And now they're not. Right, exactly. <laughs> But instead, right. it's just like, as human beings, we're all storytellers by nature anyways. You know, that's just our, mm -hmm. our superpower. Like everybody has a superpower and ours as humans is storytelling. So why not just write the stories you want to see, write the stories you want to hear and find ways to put those out into the world, no matter how, how it is. And the, the sense of fulfillment um, and joy from sharing it and having even a small audience is amazing. You know, just because that's what people say, write what you know. Write what you know, write what you want to see and hear yeah. and play. Yeah. Yeah. What you what you want. I think yes. Yeah. I I wrote a a a film, um, a, a horror screenplay. It's a thriller, not really a horror, but it was it was the idea was I was taking '80s horror films and I was gonna have fun with it and write something that I would want to watch. Like yeah, much, much like it what had, you just said. It has it a lot of fun. comedy in it. it yeah. yeah, it sprinkles of comedy in it, and um. And then this, it's the storytelling part of it, right? So I wrote it, we, uh, Freddie helped me put it up on stage. I, I created as much of a production on stage as I could. We, we did a live stream of it. It was a table read, but I had, I had a guy on a piano like playing music while they were reading. I had them step forward to the camera, you know, like on stage. It's not written for that, but we did the most we could with it. Yeah. And, then, and then I got this wonderful, well, I, I don't want to say wonderful, but I got a producer that, that optioned it, right? So awesome. That's amazing. Um, that's what, that's done. Yeah. Yeah. Even well, if even if it doesn't come become right. to pass that, they optioned it. That's Yeah. But now I'm waiting and I'm waiting yeah. and and I'll wait until he has it till December. And in the meantime, I'm 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 looking at where to pitch it next. Yeah, yeah. there's that. I'm also sure. drawing it up as a graphic novel. 
because I'm like, yes. like it, it still goes back to what you were just saying about being a storyteller. Like I have mm -hmm. to this, I want this to get out somewhere. Yeah. I want to share this, you know, because I, I I enjoy it. And if I enjoy it's it, I'm really sure good. Hot tip: Graphic novels are um, premium like IP. Premium IP selling like hotcakes. Like you want a publisher interested in a book that you wrote, write a graphic novel. Like oh, agents right. are searching for graphic novels to pitch mm -hmm. to publishers. So oh, yeah. that's it. We can you talk just, about it later. You just motivated me. Okay. I'll Good. talk to you some more about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, you know, I feel like we could do this for another three hours. Uh, yeah. I could, yeah. but you guys are come over and we'll go swimming. Not today. Yeah. Even better. It's too freaking cold. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. But I, I just I want to thank both of you, Freddie and Richard, for for taking the time and and it's been amazing catching up with you and and hearing I, for me learning so much because I actually didn't know so much of what we talked about today. Um, so yeah, and that you're both like treat. you have a film coming out. You have a film optioned right now. Like all these things are so awesome. It's so and exciting. Like I just want to leave people with the note that like we sort of started with you guys. Like we were all young when we met and yeah, like we've yeah. all been building these careers. We're, all young. we're, we're still all young. young. We're still yeah. young. So obviously we were babies when we came out, but we have been like following each other, helping each other, seeing each other, visually supporting on the socials, but also like, this is it. This is the time. Like it's finally happened for everyone. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. It's time to get that paper. Yeah, we're going to get, get paper. that paper. We're making it. Thank you so Make much, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she showed on Monday, made love on Tuesday. On Wednesday, she was down. We fought on Thursday, made up on Friday. But now I'm losing ground. You call me lazy, you think I'm crazy. So why'd you come around? So why'd you come around?